Oh, is that my part? I'm sorry. I didn't know I had a part. I don't know. I, mean, I, don't, I'm just, I just love how, how much I can get you to laugh when I do this. It's, it's always a I surprise. Because I know you think, like, there's just, he can't do another one. And he can. Oh, man. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the, the Two Words Podcast, your favorite wrestling podcast, right here on LTN Radio. Um, I am John Berkey, and with me, as always, is my tag partner, Matt Coker. Matt, how are we doing today? Doing okay, uh, except uh, I got I got the COVID. I got the COVID. You got the vid. Everybody, so. Do you, do you do you actually have the vid? Oh yeah. Did you test positive? I didn't. I didn't officially test positive, but the doctor said that because I was showing symptoms, and they're weird symptoms too. They said I likely yeah. just tested a couple a day or two too early, but uh, they gave me all the antibiotics and everything for it it's fun uh yeah it's oh, yeah. been it's been messed up the this is yeah. no i mean i've got mild symptoms and it's just it's no joke it's kicking my butt kicking my wife's yeah. butt everybody's so uh those of you listening the podcast will sound a little bit different because we're having to record uh, apart from one another and we weren't really set up to do that because we didn't plan on having uh to be apart from one another so but i think that's okay yeah. because um, I was listening to uh, Renee Paquette's terribly named podcast, Oral Sessions. Oh, right. Um, and it sounds like it's recorded using the voice memo app on her iPhone to a sock. <laughs> so we're, we're just shooting for slightly above that, is what you're saying. Yeah, and, okay. she's, and she's, she's like got paid sponsors and stuff. So, right, yeah. All right. You know, uh, I think... I think it's okay. Um, why would she name that podcast? <laughs> I, of all of the things, and I don't even know if she like. Does she think it's a joke? Possibly. Is she does does she like understand it? Does she get it? <laughs> I mean, she'd have really to. You up. In she'd here. really have to. <laughs> yeah, I, I think she she'd have to, but. Um, I don't have much going on uh, in in news today. Oh, really? Um, I got a butt. I got a butt ton. Yeah, I, I, maybe I just haven't been really paying attention. Um, we did we did gloss over uh, what our topic for the day is, though. Oh yeah, hey, what are we talking about? I just glossed right through our intro today. <laughs> our two words are going Hollywood. That's right. We're going to be talking about. All of the uh, famous TV, movies, um, anything that uh, wrestlers have done outside of the wrestling business, we're going to talk about it. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, who maybe we think could do a good job playing some biopics. 
Um, we're gonna get, we got some Royal Rumble predictions. Because we're, we're going to live stream the Royal Rumble, folks. These are early yeah. predictions, right? Because we'll do we'll do like a full on full card yeah, predictions do, like the day before. We can do like a yeah, we can do like a locks yeah prediction or something. Yeah, uh, but our early picks, later. early ideas. Because I don't think yeah, the card is ideas. even full yet, right? It's just like I think we probably only have not. four matches right now. Yeah, probably not because <laughs> they like to schedule matches with no storyline. <laughs> And then wonder why nobody cares about them. <laughs> oh, did I say that out loud? Um, but yeah, news newsworthy. I, I don't know. Um, I guess we start off with the 8K cameras. Yeah. I you don't. Know- I don't exactly know what 8K is referring to. I know. It, I know it has to do with like pixels per article or something, but. Well, you know what? I hadn't really been paying attention to it when I watched because I kind of half watch while I'm working. But then you sent yeah. me a video, which is just a YouTube video of one of these entrances. And the yeah. YouTube video is not in 8K. It's it's incapable of playing an 8K thing. But you could still tell the difference in yeah. just how crisp and clear it looked. It looked like they were in the room. It I mean, was really? We- yeah. And like, I don't know. Strange. Don't- I don't even have a 4K TV, but uh, <laughs> like I'm watching it and I'm like, there's, I, I don't know, there's like, there's something wrong. <laughs> it's kind of like my, my streaming. <laughs> it's like when uh, I don't remember what the what the term is called, but like it's a smoothness filter that most TVs come now that you can kind of filter yeah. it up or down. But it'll make shows feel shows and movies feel like more realistic, like you're in there with them. But that's always a bad thing in my mind. Like I was watching, I think the first one I saw was pirates of the Caribbean and pirates of the Caribbean was playing in this, in the very smoothness filter. And it was looking very crisp. Like it was in real life. And I'm like, this looks like a Spanish soap opera. It looks awful. It looks real, but it, but that reality is not good. But in this case, that Roman reigns intro, looked great in my opinion i i I think it'll look good yeah it looks good it it looks to me it looks like a video game it does look like a video game the video games yeah because it's all blurry in the background there's no definition in the background (laughs) like it's crisp right there right i agree with that (laughs) i'd love to see a gold dust entrance with that (laughs) just let him come back for like a two-day contract just to show it off. Um, uh, Pat McAfee hasn't been on TV in a while. Yeah. That. Well, I mean, uh, I kind of feel like that was the plan, right? I don't think he's going to be on all the time. No. I, see, I, was, I see him kind of like Goldberg, just popping in whenever he's needed. for s- <laughs> Or not needed. And I saw him like that, too, for a while. Um and then he started doing all that work with, uh, like, the, the NXT Kings. Yeah. Themselves. Yeah. Um, and it's like, oh, yeah, Pete Dune and Ole Narkin and Danny Birch, they need somebody like him to talk for them. And he was the perfect person to do that. Um, he's, got, I mean, he's got a lot of irons in the fire, though. I mean, he does a lot already. He, he did a lot, lot. before he does NXT. He a lot, like, at full speed. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know how much of him of his stuff you pay attention to, but it's just like everything he does is a huge production and <laughs> this huge thing. I think they went down for they were doing some 
it was Brandon Boydson, our buddy, was telling me about uh, him going down. And he took his entire crew to Florida and rented a mansion. And then he's like, nah, this mansion's not big enough, so we need to go rent a different mansion. <laughs> it's bigger. <laughs> like... But no, I just I, I I like seeing him in NXT. Um, He's definitely a fun addition. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people were questioning whether or not he was like fired, and he has not brought it up, which is the one reason I don't think he is fired. Yeah. Because Pat McAfee is the kind of person would be like, yeah, those those jerks canned me. Right, and I don't feel like, like he would immediately go and talk trash about. <laughs> I don't feel like uh, that was the case. NXT works the same way as as the others, you know, because Vince has given Triple H pretty much free reign over how NXT's run and the staffed and all that. And uh, I don't think I don't think Triple H would give up on a, a money draw like that that easily if there was some yeah. sort of conflict or whatever. I think he'd try and work it out. That's just my opinion of the guy. I don't know. That's fair, but. No, yeah. I, I get you. I get you. Yeah, I feel like we'd know if it was fired. <laughs> All right, what do you want to talk about? All right, I got a couple things here. Um, Bully Ray was talking about uh, NXT versus AEW, and uh, he said that NXT is polished, it has a tight work rate, and AEW is is missing something. He said that it's getting a bit too indie feeling, which. Uh, was surprising to me that that was his opinion. I assumed he'd lean more AEW style. But then yeah. uh, Booker T came and gave me another surprising opinion and stood up for AEW as opposed to NXT, uh, saying that they're trying to make something different out of the same product. Uh, even if they aren't as polished, they are trying to bring a new version of this form of entertainment. Uh, and he compared it to ECW because he said half the people there couldn't wrestle for Jack. <laughs> but he didn't know <laughs> but he didn't know that until he actually wrestled some of them because Paul Heyman made those guys look amazing. Oh like legends. And yeah, and ECW was extremely popular and so he's he's really comparing them not to WCW but to ECW as look, even if these guys aren't top tier yet, they're made to look amazing because of what Tony Khan and all them are doing. Yeah. Uh, I, I th- <sighs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, so, like, for me, I definitely think that AEW has the wrestling product there. That's the big difference with ECW. Like, Mm -hmm. the wrestling is there when it comes to AEW. And their matches are Uh, long. Their matches are really long. AEW matches are long and good, too. They're they're worthy of being that long. Yeah. So, a big problem with AEW is... So, with NXT, like, Triple H does everything. Yeah. Or he's got, you know, production guys below him and they do whoever. Every storyline gets its own producer, what whatnot. Sure. Um, probably with NXT, there's just one guy doing all the storylines. Um, so everybody's told the spots they want to do. Everybody, you know, everybody works the whole thing. And then those producers look at the whole program, match, 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 and yeah. all the matches together. With AEW... Uh, a lot of the management and AEW, from what I understand, says, y'all go out there and do whatever you're going to do. Mm-hmm. So they may have the first match may be some crazy five-star match where a dude gets put through a table three times 
And then the second match, a dude gets put through another table. And then the fourth <laughs> match, somebody gets put through a table. Like nobody, apparently it's, um, one of the things Cody Rhodes was talking about uh, was that there's a consistency issue where like nobody really talks to each other. Yeah. And because those wrestlers are given that freedom, you ob- you sometimes wind up getting a lot of the same thing. Messiness. Like, yeah. The same spots. A little yeah. overlap. Yeah. I can get that. So that could be the problem. But Bully Ray's also, um, I-, I don't know how to put it. He's, he's one of those guys, he polished as one of his, one of his peeves, I think. Mm, I got you. Well, the taking like, from if something, if, if something's not, just just so yeah he's gonna say something and then on a, a similar note different story undertaker was on the joe rogan podcast was he yeah and he said uh, that. <laughs> he said uh it's tough for me right now the product has changed so much and it's kind of off he said i'll probably uh piss a lot of people off but they need to hear it it, it is what it is to the young guys who think, oh, he's a bitter old guy. I'm not bitter. I did my time. I walked away when I wanted to walk away. I just think that the product is a little soft. There's guys here and there that have an edge to them, but there's just too much pretty and not enough substance, I think, right now in WWE. I'm like, whoo. I- yeah, agree with him though, right? But I mean, that's that's I mean, that's not even a hot hot take. But for Undertaker, yeah. even to say anything remotely negative about WWE is so odd because for thirty years he's been the biggest champion of WWE. You know, it's just <laughs> he's the workhorse. He's the guy that's one hundred percent never left, never did anything else. He's yeah, the they, guy yeah. that's like, you don't talk trash about this company, right? <laughs> yeah. But I agree with him. No, yeah, he's he's not wrong. But I think there's tr- they're trying though. They're trying to get back to it. They're trying. Yeah. I can see it. That's I think that's I think why <clears throat> one of the reasons AEW's got such a much bigger draw mm-hmm. is because, you know, on TV you've got the street profits throwing around solo cups and kissing babies and stuff. And on AEW for television, they have a strap match. <laughs> like yeah, I agree. And then uh, yeah, there's, there's a lot more grit to, yeah. to that. Do you have anything else news wise? Because otherwise, I got some um, popcorn here. News news wise, I don't. Uh, with the WrestleMania relocations. Oh well, yeah, they've yeah. Kind, they've kind they had to. Around. They had to. That, it's almost the exact same logo this year as last year I because they're still. The same it's no, I, I don't think the skull was a part of it last year. I think it was just the swords. And then they yeah. added the gold this year. I might be wrong, but uh, close enough. So that was weird. You're the graphic guy. So. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, I I think it's good. I think it was probably a good good call of uh, good faith to put it back in Tampa, just so they can be like, hey, we understand. Still a bit of a bummer, a but yeah. Well, it's a it's a bummer because I mean a lot of guys. I mean you look at the infrastructure WrestleMania has to provide for the cities that they go to. Oh yeah. It's like, and especially Tampa. I don't know if you've ever been to Tampa. They need all the money. That That place is, they need the tourism. I mean, that place is just not a, it's, (laughs) it's like, it's, I mean, it's not a bad town, but if I, if I never flew into Tampa again, (laughs) 
<laughs> All right. Well, I got some popcorn here. My thoughts on AEW and WWE real quick. Just a couple quick fire things. So here we okay. go. Number one, Snoop Dogg's Frog Splash was hilariously bad. That dude is all limbs. Uh, He's so lanky. But his new version of Cody's intro music is even worse. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it so much. It does not mesh with the chorus uh, vocalist at all. It's awful. Number two, uh, the cello. It's, cel- it's, such, <laughs> it's such a like departure from the nightmare Cody. Absolutely, kind of it's just because yeah. It, such, like, it had such an anime feel to it. Yeah, it's, it's, just it's just bad. It's just bad. All right, number two, uh, the celebration for Negative One's birthday was great. The beginning of AEW last week. Yeah. Well, I mean, this week, uh, that was fantastic. I like making little Brody, uh, part of the storylines. I think it's fun. He got to come out on dark yeah. and, uh, talk trash to, to, uh, the other guys. It was pretty fun. Uh, I really, I really like that. Um, it's believable that, uh, Brody Jr. could actually fight Marco stunt. <laughs> Cause Marco stunts like five foot. He's like five foot two. He's so small. <laughs> and like, then oh, they both they both might be ten years old. They could be. He could be. My last uh, AEW thought: Beach Break is the worst special event name since Great Balls of Fire. Uh, <laughs> you don't you like Beach Break? I like it a lot better than Great Balls of Fire. I hate it. <laughs> All right, WWE thoughts. Here we go. Mustafa isn't allowed to have a live mic for a while. Have you heard that? Because he so went off. Say that. <laughs> he went off. Here's, here's, here's my problem <laughs> with Mustafa Ali. Is, is, uh, Mustafa Ali. I'm sorry. Mustafa. Um, Mustafa. Uh, I want to be culturally sensitive. Um, is that when I. So I watch, I watch on streaming. I watch on Hulu. Yeah. And so I, I haven't seen Retribution in months. Oh, right. Because they cut a little bit off, don't they? They cut, for Hulu. They cut some stuff off. And they. They've decided retribution's not important <laughs> for its Hulu members to see. Wow. Well, yeah. So he's. It's apparently this is legitimate. Is that they were actually angry at some of the stuff he kind of went off script and talked about the legends on Raw Talk last last week. Oh, and yeah. uh, so they're like, yeah, we're not going to give you a live mic for a while, for real. So he is stuck doing Twitter promos uh, as his, his uh, form of uh, <laughs> getting over. I do see glimpses every now and then, since you're not <laughs> getting to see them. I do see glimpses every now and then of Retribution could be good. It yeah. just needs focus. It needs focus. Um, number it two. Needs, it needs some, <laughs> some, some development. Right. It needs some polishing. Uh, an update on Otis's singlet. Uh, now it says, now it says brawler on it. Uh, yeah, it, it's probably supposed to be intimidating, but instead it gives me a generic onesie vibe for babies. It's like a thing you'd yeah. buy on WWEshop.com for your baby. It says brawler, just a generic wrestling term. Uh, yeah. <laughs> number three, I could not be more entertained by the Orton versus Alexa bliss thing going on right now. <laughs> <laughs> and uh bliss's match with oscar was nuts yeah i'm loving the uh the cut in with cinematic stuff. yeah that's the, the yeah this pre- this whole no fans thing is actually pretty cool for the storyline um but it also tells me how much they're devoting to like pushing alexa and you know by proxy the fiend because yeah oscar is currently a double champion 
Not only did she lose that match, but she was terrified of Alexa even before the match started in that little pre-playground interview thing, sitting there dancing to not be killed by Alexa, which was really weird. Uh, but yeah, I'm yeah. I'm all in, and I'm glad they've been keeping the fiend away. Like after the fire thing, I'm, I think it's good for the oh, yeah. story that he's been off TV. Uh, yeah. I don't know if they're going to do anything at Royal Rumble or not, but it'd be fun. And then lastly, in my popcorn here, uh, Gilbert versus Bernard from the Santa Claus. Bernard from the Santa Claus. <laughs> it was so- that was the most amazing thing. <laughs> He did so good. <laughs> that, that was amazing, even if it wasn't David Crumholtz. <sighs> but it was David. But it was. Because so, we're watching it, and I, told, I pulled up a picture of it, and I'm like, this dude looks familiar. And let me be clear, The Santa Claus is my favorite Christmas movie it's of great. all time. It's great. Um, I used to have that movie memorized. <laughs> uh yeah, and I watched it, but I pulled up a picture from the Santa Claus, and I, I turned to my wife, and I was like, hear me out. And she's like, yeah, it does look kind of like him. <laughs> and so I posted something on Facebook, or I posted something on Facebook and Twitter, and then you were like, that's exactly who that was. Yeah. <laughs> he's proud of it, too. He went on Twitter, he's like, you're darn right I was on Raw last night. <laughs> that was my <laughs> Oh, poor guy. I mean, like, he's he's definitely not in prime acting shape, but that worked out for him in this instance, yeah. but it is also kind of sad. You're like, Oh, well, how the mighty have fallen. <laughs> Although, but he was, like, pr- I mean, the mighty have fallen. that's the true. Mighty. But I mean, it's the same thing as you, you know, it's, it, that's a movie from our childhoods. You know, this is, yeah. that's, that's a character that we've identified with from childhood. And just to see him, Ooh, Ooh, well, you're you're the <laughs> has he I lately? Like he's been doing yeah he's been doing a lot of acting. He was in like numbers and he's had a guest spot on some other stuff. Hmm. I can't name. Um, well, yeah, I know he did numbers, but numbers is still a while. It was still a decade ago, at least. Now, I mean, I guess it was. <laughs> you're getting old too now, John. But, yeah, I guess. Um, <laughs> That's all yeah, I got. <laughs> I enjoyed it a lot, and it's always good to see Gilbert. Gilbert will always yeah. always make me smile. Can we talk about how good of a shape Gilberg is for being, like, 100? <laughs> He's a janitor, man. He's a school janitor. Yeah. <laughs> Got to keep in shape. <laughs> how do you think he responds to, like, like hey, I got I to gotta take some time off. <laughs> WWE needs me again for a big joke. I got to go, uh, go get laughed at. He's made money off of that. Oh heck yeah! Like who, I've seen, who, I've seen at like Comic Cons or whatever, uh, <laughs> WWE's Maven, you know, in the corner. <laughs> nobody, nobody goes to that booth. You put Gilberg in a booth, everybody's going to Gilberg that booth. Go that. <laughs> who do you think is more? Was well, no, it's definitely Gilberg. I was going to ask who was more over Gilberg or Ralphus. Ralphus, Ralphus, who was uh, he was Jericho's personal security in WCW. Oh, they, like, gave him a half shirt. They that's like, right. 
I forgot all about that. It was definitely Gilbert, Jared, but still. Jared talks about it, he's like, he's like, Ralphus was more over than I was in WCW. <laughs> I remember he had that midriff shirt. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. But it was, no, it was definitely, it was definitely Gilbert. <laughs> I love Gilbert. Uh, that's um, all I got. So, so I got, it's not news, but it's something I want to talk about. Um, and I'm not an overly sensitive person. Um, I, I don't, I don't think that people say things necessary. I don't automatically assume people say things with malicious intent. I, I think that sometimes things, I know you're looking at me weird, but just, I, don't yeah, know, I don't know um, what's going on here. <laughs> I, I, I'm not one of these, you know, uh, sensitive snowflake types as, as some people might call them, but I want to talk about a wrestling move. Um, a couple of weeks ago, Keith Lee and Drew McIntyre had a match, and they get up on the top rope and they do the Spanish Fly. Now, the Spanish Fly, for those of you who may not know all wrestling moves, they get up on the top rope, they're facing each other, and they kind of moonsault. So one person does a backflip, one person does a front flip, and they they slam down on the ground. You know what I'm talking about? I do. Yes. Okay. It's an awesome move. And I remember, I remember the spot. Yeah. The bigger the guy, the better, the the cooler the move is. And when he when they hit, the announcers like, "Oh, Spanish fly!" Um, And in wrestling, that's what a Spanish fly is. However, in Bill Cosby's first stand-up album, Spanish fly is the stuff you put in Crazy Mary's drink to make her. Little, little crazy. <laughs> and I just wonder how WWE has not gotten boycotted for, or wrestling in general has not gotten boycotted for for that move. I feel like, I feel like it's probably because it's been so long. Because like that move's been around for as long as I've been watching wrestling. Yeah. And uh, I don't think, I think more people know that as a t- wrestling term than as a nefarious term. Yeah. <laughs> Rufalin. Because most people say that. Most people say roofy. They don't say, they don't say Spanish fly. You wind up on the floor. So, but no, I mean, it, it sounds like one of those things that will inevitably happen, though. Yeah, like someone will, someone will, some group will eventually realizing like, hey, that's not cool. I, I think <laughs> I'm, more, I'm, I'm curious because because of all of the stuff with Bill Cosby recently, like now that people have realized he wasn't actually telling a joke in that special. Um, it hurts. I know. I'm not trying to. Get still hurts. <laughs> uh, I still love the Cosby Show. I still still love I miss, all the guys. Um, yeah, but it, it's. <laughs> Maybe maybe this is the demise. Maybe somebody's going to catch this and be like, "Oh, John was right." <laughs> um, We're not used to hearing that. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> so that's a, that's something that just kind of popped out. I mean, it was kind of one of those late nights. That's an interesting. Yeah. And I'm like, huh? I know Spanish fly from something else in pop culture, and it's not it's not as great. And like the audio version, I'm not even going to go through the bit because it's. I yeah, let's not. It's, <laughs> let's take a break. 
Let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to be talking about some biopics and our uh, fantasy castings for those. So stay right here on LTN Radio. This week in nerdy news, this is LTNN. The Riddler is getting his own Mountain Dew flavor in a promotion for Matt Reeves' The Batman. The package art also offers a little sneak peek tease of the character's look. The flavor is called Riddler's Brew, but the flavor of the drink is still a mystery that is yet to be solved. The Riddler is being played by Paul Dano in the movie, and there's still so much that we don't know about how the villain will be utilized in the film. But we do know that he's a serial killer going around murdering people. The Batman is hunting him, looking to stop him from murdering people. Frankly, I don't understand why we couldn't just get Jim Carrey back in the role. That's good, right? Batman Forever. The best Batman movie of all time, right? It's happening! We have a release date for the new Pokemon Snap. Ever since it was first announced, we've been looking forward to getting our hands on the game. We've enjoyed the original game back on the Nintendo 64, and we're excited to play this much more improved graphics version with many more Pokemon to snap pictures of. In addition to learning, the game will launch on April 30th. Fans were treated to a new trailer that is gorgeous, and we cannot wait to play. In new Pokemon Snap, players will take on the role of a budding Pokemon photographer and work with the Lentil Region expert, Professor Mirror, and his assistant Rita on an ecological survey to photograph Pokemon thriving in nature. Plus, since there won't be any capturing or fighting of these Pokemon, I bet PETA will be all on board. The One Ring had an exclusive release in the official synopsis of Amazon Studios' Lord of the Rings series set in the second age of Middle-Earth's history. Beginning in a time of relative peace, the series follows an ensemble cast of characters both familiar and new as they confront the long-feared reemergence of evil to Middle-Earth. From the darkest depths of the Misty Mountains to the majestic forests of the elf capital of Linden, to the breathtaking island kingdom of Numenor. I've never known how to pronounce that. To the furthest reaches of the map, these kingdoms and characters will carve out legacies that live on long after they're gone. And lastly, Ubisoft has announced that uh, we're getting a brand new story-driven open-world Star Wars adventure. A game coming soon. Don't know when, but you know what? It's going to be dang fun. Get hype. Open-world open world man with lightsabers that was this week in nerdy news i'm radio matt and this is ltnn Welcome back to the Two Words Podcast, and today we are talking about going Hollywood. And so I thought uh, something would be fun. We're going to be talking about biopics later and uh, getting uh, who we want to see biopics made of. But first I want to talk about replacing iconic movies with a WWE superstar or an AEW superstar. It's kind of either one. Um, 
I, I, I always think that the transition from, from wrestling into movies is hilarious because you can't stop seeing some guys as just wrestlers. Sure. Um, so I thought it'd be really funny. Just like, what do we think these iconic roles, if we gave them the WWE superstars would be? <laughs> it was really hard for me to not like think about the original WWE goes Hollywood vignettes that they did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, those were great. Yeah. They were fantastic. <laughs> um, so, so let's, uh, where are we start? I think like, well, like, 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 like 51st dates. We replace Drew Barrymore with uh, with Stone Cold Steve Austin, just running around going "What?" a thousand times. <laughs> just, Already taking a sharp left turn from where I thought we were going. <laughs> I don't know. I th- I think that'd be funny. Um, <laughs> oh my god! Like, like I don't know. Um, I didn't prepare for this as much as I said I would. Uh, I think an easy, easy lateral move one would be Alexa Bliss filling in as Harley Quinn in the DCEU right now. This would be a really good Harley Quinn. I think it would be good. She'd bring Um, that that short energy to it as well. And I think, I think if anything, what's going on right now with her character kind of proves that she could be in that kind of weirdly crazy, sadistic, yet laughing all the time type role yeah. yeah it could be great um i want to do a remake of the show mash with the street prophets as hawkeye <laughs> and uh who's the other guy it was his buddy there were the two there were two out there were two other guys i can't remember either of their names uh but yeah as the two main guys just we'll yeah. just put it that yeah. way they're just, just, just going back and forth, having fun. I think it'd be great. <laughs> I feel like I went way too serious with this, <laughs> as opposed to I what mean, you're saying. <laughs> I, but I want to be serious. Uh, you're serious. Okay. Every time I see Triple H these days with the bald hair, but the nice beard, yeah. I, th- I think Leonidas from uh, 300, King of Sparta. I, I see him filling in for Gerard Butler in that movie. <laughs> And doing a phenomenal job. Definitely. <laughs> um, recently on SmackDown, they did like a close-up of Triple A or of Roman Reigns, and he had some gray coming into his beard. And I immediately thought, "Old Man Logan." <laughs> like for whatever reason, the gray is like so just. I'm like, oh, he looks even more scary. <laughs> I still don't understand how they're pulling it off, man. They're making Roman Reigns intriguing, finally. I just don't get it. I don't know how they did it, but they did it. (laughs) Uh, I don't have, like, a specific role in mind, but, I mean, I feel like if Kane got to have his own terrible horror movie, The Fiend needs a a good Jason Freddy Krueger-esque movie. I think you could just do The Fiend, the movie. Yeah, just, I, that, that, I would watch it. I would enjoy it. Maybe The Fiend uh, gets to be one of the ghosts in A Christmas Carol. <laughs> like, the ghosts of Christmas Hell. The Jim, Jim Carrey version, right? The one that was super creepy already? Yeah. That one was awful. 
That was terrible. <clears throat> um, uh, I, I need a skeezy movie character for Paul Heyman to play. <laughs> like, like make him, uh, um, uh, make him, who's the, who's the villain in Monsters, Inc., the boss? Mr. Waternoose. <laughs> make him Mr. Waternoose, like in the live action. Which will eventually happen the way Disney's going. Oh, these days. yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, that'd be awful. That would be a terrible live action movie. <laughs> <laughs> the worst live action movie. <sighs> Um, I, I would like to see, uh, Malibu most wanted starring Enzo Amore. (laughs) 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 And he wouldn't have to, and he wouldn't have to act at all. He just need to be himself in the movie. No lines, just fill it all in yourself. (laughs) Cause he doesn't realize he's a ridiculous human being. That's all I have. Um, uh, let's see. Give me just a second. <laughs> Don't be hating. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> let's take a let's take a I'm just looking through some some different movies. Uh <laughs> If I could get Drew McIntyre in Braveheart, I know they've made fun of him for being Scottish. Oh yeah, but I think and they did. Think he could. Didn't they do Triple H in the Braveheart vignette for the first one? The first yes. WrestleMania goes Hollywood. Yeah. Yes. If they did. they did those these today, it would be Drew, and Drew would be believable for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I love it. I love. I love these things. Um, what? <laughs> What WWE crossover do you think should happen, folks at home? Give us a follow over at, <laughs> at Two Words LTN, uh, or give us a holler on Facebook. Um, let us know. What do you think? Uh, now, moving on to Royal Rumble predictions. All right. Um, it's 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 not a full card yet. Let me pull up. Well, I've got I've got the four confirmed matches, and then I have three predicted matches, just kind of like okay. we did the last time. Okay, hit me with them. All right, so first off, Drew McIntyre versus Goldberg. This should be an easy one. I don't feel like they give Goldberg the win here. See, I think it should be easy, but also it would never surprise me if they gave it to Goldberg. It would make me upset. I understand why they had him take it away from The Fiend, because they just they had to have somebody, quote-unquote, larger than life come in and take it off of The Fiend because The Fiend had no story to go like with it he shouldn't but i think that's i think that's also why what they would do to drew mcintyre to save drew mcintyre's face and then be like oh well he's still he's still like a top guy but goldberg come on i don't know i don't know i don't want him to lose that way i think drew mcintyre would be better served facing somebody of you know kind of equal stature right now and active talent that you know, after like a last man standing type match or something, something where he doesn't lose any cred for yeah. losing the match because they both just laid it all out on the line. Josh <sighs> was talking about this match because somebody because he was talking about why people get really excited about Sting and not Goldberg anymore. Yeah, and give me a second, I'm about to sneeze. <laughs> if you can and see the I'm face not. he's making. <laughs> It's like right there. Oh. 
Enjoy, dear listeners, all these enjoy, nice... Enjoy this audio <laughs> sweetness. Um, Bischoff said, you know, like, Goldberg was great, but he came in as a not-so-talented person, and he just kind of stayed that way. <laughs> like, he yeah. never really developed as a wrestler or as a performer. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas, like, Sting has always been this very amazing talent. Well, um, but, yeah. I, I think it's also partly that no one's expecting Sting to come in and take the belt off of somebody out of nowhere. Yeah. You know, Sting hasn't wrestled or anything in AEW since he's shown up. It's yeah. it's all about the the mystique yeah, of the character, right? Yeah, it's 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 him being some sort of enforcer and kind of. Well, I don't really know exactly what they're doing with Darby Allen, but some sort of passing the torch kind of thing is trying to occur. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but Goldberg, yeah, we're just expected to believe, okay, he's going to come in and he's going to wreck house because he's the greatest wrestler of all time. Also, <laughs> why, yeah. Also, why, uh, why if they're going to do the storyline um, with Lita cheating on Matt Hardy with Edge and they're going to put those two in a ring together, why they weren't? Why they're not willing to put Goldberg and Matt Riddle in a, in a, in a ring together. I see, that well. would be fun. That Goldberg would be fun. Hates that guy, right? Goldberg I would love it. Hates that guy. I would love it. All right, so I say McIntyre. My my pick is McIntyre uh, for that. But we'll, we won't. These won't be our confirmed picks. We'll do yeah. the confirmed picks uh, later. But I'm gonna go soft on McIntyre. Currently, I'm. I'm <laughs> I was about to say the opposite of what you just said, and that would have sounded wrong. <laughs> Hard. Uh, Universal Championship, Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens in the last man standing. Uh, I love this story. This could be the best match of the night. Uh, I bet it will be. And I don't know. Oh, gosh. I'm really back and forth. I don't know if they want to keep cementing Roman Reigns as this this uh, just unstoppable force. Or if they want to really elongate the story some and have Kevin Owens get some sort of win. For the sake of competition, I'd be willing to go to pick the opposite person from you. Just because I—I mean, I—I I can't, I can't make a pick. Just, For now, I'm going to lean Kevin Owens. Then I would. I'm. That's who I would at the moment yeah. imagine. Um, I mean, we I don't have, have to pick differently. Man. It's okay. No, no, yeah. <laughs> we'll have enough uh, differences. <laughs> I said I'd be willing to. I said I'm, I said I'm going. To. Uh, but I loved the whole Adam Pierce thing. Yeah, it was great. It was great. Uh, I loved Adam that Pierce, whole thing. Like, I legitimately was like, okay, well, I'm, I mean, Adam Pierce can wrestle. Yeah, we'll do a scrap He's daddy not, match. That's okay. Yeah, get a scrap daddy match. Get scrap iron in here. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he didn't. He didn't retire because he couldn't wrestle, or because of injury or anything. He just kind of showed up in WWE's like, we don't want you to wrestle. Like he, had, like, all, he cool. had he had tryouts. Yeah, and they were like, "Yeah, you're getting kind of old." And he's like, "I'm like 40." <laughs> I'm, and he's a good character. I'm enjoying. Yeah, I, he's, he's one of he's he's, he's he's my favorite non-wrestling character right now. But I love I love the limp the limp. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, it's fantastic. And he's just he's just kind of messing with me now. So. <laughs> but don't worry, I'll get you a match. It was great. Um, all right, Men's Royal Rumble. Uh, these are the confirmed entrants as I know them. Uh, Daniel Bryan, Bobby Lashley, AJ Styles, Randy Orton, Otis, Jey Uso, Cesaro, and Jeff Hardy, with 22 left to be announced. 
Uh, of that group, um, I'd probably say Daniel Bryan is most likely to win. That's also my thought, yeah. But I don't think anybody that's won the Royal Rumble has been one of the guys that makes a big deal about being in the Royal Rumble prior to the Royal Rumble, if that makes any sense. You don't think so? No, I don't think that's not right that at really all. Remem- not that I remember. Maybe not every year, but that can't be a constant thing. Like, I feel like it's always going to be out of those first 10 that are announced. It's yeah. never going to be any of the people that are not announced, except on the very, very, very rare occasion where they're keeping it a secret for number 30. This is the person coming in is going to win, like they did with Roman Reigns yeah. that one year, and everybody was ticked the heck off. Because we all, we all thought it was going to be somebody else. I don't remember who we were all expecting it to be, somebody that hadn't been on uh, WWE before. We're like, yes, here they come. And then it's bomb, bomb, bomb. And we're like, oh, no. And I remember there was even online, there were compilations of everybody just so angry that yeah. number 30 was rolling. The booze were deafening from home. And he won. And they brought out The Rock to try and make it, you know, no, look, it's okay, guys. No, the Rock's here. I like- I like him. I like him. the Rock likes him, so you guys should like him. Yeah, I'm. I'm say Daniel Bryan of that group is probably my favorite to win, or Cesaro. I'm leaning Daniel Bryan. I hope they do something with Cesaro. They also might go with uh, Nakamura again because it looks like they're going to try and uh, position him to get another singles run. Uh, they brought back I, his old theme song, which was great. One hundred percent forgot that. Nakamura won a Royal Rumble. He did, yeah. Nakamura and Asuka won the same year. Yeah. That was the year. <laughs> that was Asian the... invasion. <laughs> All right. Uh, women's Royal Rumble of the uh, declared ones. We got Nia Jax, Charlotte Flair, Bailey, Bianca Belair, Mandy Rose, Dana Brooke, Peyton Royce, Shayna Baszler, and Alexa Bliss with 21 to be announced. Uh, I... <sighs> I'm going to go Belair. Bel Air, huh? I think I. I really don't know I where they're going they, with I think this they one. Position her. I like I like the idea of Alexa Bliss winning because, well, I mean, I just like Alexa Bliss, but she had that whole thing with Asuka about how, and if I win, you and I can face. And then you know, Asuka was terrified of her, and then they had that match where she kicked her butt. I like the idea of Alexa Bliss having that that. Uh, that authority, that power. And if we're not going to put a belt on the fiend, it could be cool to at least still have some dominance in that matchup, you know, between the two yeah, in some form, but I have nothing to base it on. That's a very soft leaning towards Alexa bliss right now. We'll, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll reevaluate matches. A lot of times these matches, it's so hard to like figure out where, where they're going to go. Yeah, it's, sometimes it's, it's just really the start of a brand new thing. A yeah, 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 yeah. So, all right, predicted matches. Uh, predicted matches: IC Championship, Big E versus Sami Zayn rematch. Uh, if that happens, I, I I think they still keep it on Big E. At least I hope I they so. do, because I don't want them to to elongate that storyline anymore. Sami Zayn's run as I'm the real IC champion was fun. Yeah, let's move to something I, new yeah. now. No, I, 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 I get it. I think them taking it off Biggie does more damage than good. Right, because they want to build him so. up. At least they, they claim they do. Uh, <laughs> United yeah. States Championship, Bobby Lashley versus Riddle. Yeah, 
after like the worst when he stomped on his foot and raw. Mm-hmm. It's like, but it was the worst sell. Yeah. <laughs> like they could have just not shown his feet, and that would have been fine. Right. But they, for whatever reason, were like, "Hey, I'm gonna show. We're gonna show you trying to stomp his foot." But obviously not stomp his foot because you don't want to hurt the guy. Um, <laughs> but instead, he's like a foot away from his foot. I, uh, I'd want to have like the weird underdog thing with Riddle winning. But at the same time, I think they still really want to push how dominating the Hurt Business is. Yeah, but why are they trying to break him up? You why think they really? Cause, like, fe- There's like feuding and stuff. Mm. That makes no sense. Yeah, you're kind of right. But then again, they've always kind of had that internal ego battle. Slightly. Uh, Maybe not as much as now, but I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I hope they don't break them up, man. It's a fun I'm It's a, a fun uh, combo. It's a fun I'm faction there. Lashley. I don't, okay. I don't think I don't think we're ready for a, for a riddle champ run i think i'm leaning riddle maybe just because i want to see him as as the champion just because i think it would be hilarious uh yeah. the you know the interactions that'd be great we'll see yeah, uh and then possibly a women's tag championship match uh oscar and charlotte versus naya and Shayna, who've been having a weird uh internal kerfuffle as well not necessarily yeah. outwardly spoken just kind of like a like Shayna's trying to take the lead and everything. I remember that last match was Nia was about to basically win, and then Shayna forced herself a tag in and then took the win. And Oscar yeah. or, and uh, Nia's just like, "What was that?" But they've got, but they've kind of always <laughs> done that. That's true, but it yeah, just it seemed it of... seemed like they were making more of a point about it, like yeah. on commentary and stuff, leading you to think, "I don't know, I don't know." And, and also, like if there's going to be a tag match. Why is that? Why have the tag teams not been seen together? Because that's true. Oscar and, and Charlotte haven't done anything together. Like Charlotte's been doing this whole thing with uh, oh the weird Lacey thing Evans. with yeah that weird Lacey Evans dating Ric Flair thing. Ugh. 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 Yeah. Gross. I mean, and the thing is, is Ric Flair's got no money. Like we we, <laughs> we broke. <laughs> I mean, do we though? Do we? It's, I mean, Ric Flair the person, maybe, but Ric Flair the character, he's Ric Flair the character, might styling be. and Rick profiling. Ric Flair the person is—it's uh, public knowledge that he has failed many business ventures. <laughs> All right, so we will bring our final predictions uh, for our uh, podcast. Two words: podcast championship title belt. That's going to be on the line between John and I. See who the first champion is. Uh, we're going to bring we our. Revealed, we revealed in our video a uh, couple weeks ago. Two weeks ago, yeah. We did the one chip challenge, which I'm I'm glad to say I survived. Yeah, it was all right. It was how all right. How are you feeling? How how did you feel the last couple of days of that one? Oh, you know what? It was much better the second time around. Yeah. Much easier. Uh, the The symptoms were not nearly as bad. I didn't lose the ability to taste salt like I did the first yeah. time, which was strange. Oh, that's good. Uh, 
Yeah, no, it was fine. Uh, and then as soon as I was past that, I got COVID. So then, then it's been worse. <laughs> so. Hey, that's great. Um, <clears throat> I have never been. It's been so long since I've been that close to thinking I had to go to the emergency room. <laughs> I legitimately was like, okay, we can take we can take my daughter over to my parents' house, <laughs> and get to the emergency room because I really thought I was going to have to have my. <laughs> I've no. never felt anything like that in my life. So I was talking with, uh, I think I told you this already, but I was talking with Matt Warmbier from uh, from Freeplay. Uh, Matt and, and Bubba Stalkup did did the one-chip challenge. And Bubba has been 100%, don't you ever do this. Don't do this. And when he heard that I was doing it for both the Back Row Morning Show and for two words, he said, you are stupid. You're a stupid person. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so there's, I, but then Matt, Matt's like, no, I'd do it again. You know, Matt, it's like it's there's two kinds of people that do this. So the people that are like, I'm but that was the worst mistake of my life. And I will never, never try this again. And then there's the people that kind of like pregnancy, just forget all the pain and just remember the funny, the funny parts about it. And they're like, yeah, why not? Sure. Next yeah. year, let's do it, it again. Crank it back the, out. <laughs> if it was just the spicy, I'd have been fine. Right. It's right. yeah. The spiciness is not the worst part. System. Yeah. It's definitely the, system, I was like, oh, the aftermath. Man. And then I started thinking about like, if this has to come back up through my throat. <laughs> well, there's a I'm on not the sure which is worse on the package. I never actually saw this part of it until after you and I did it. But on the package, there's there's like a whole like level system. On uh, how long you wait for relief during that first ship, and I thought I thought it was just you know the challenge is wait five minutes and then you you know have relief or whatever. That's not that's the first challenge. There's like four. It goes up to waiting an hour for relief, and I'm like, oh my gosh! So imagine starting a podcast (laughs) with that and then trying to make it through the entire thing before taking a sip of milk or anything else. That's a live show. That's a live show with somebody inside. <laughs> oh, anyway. Saturday before the Royal Rumble, we'll post a video with our final predictions uh, for uh, the title with belt. Our, with our locks. And then, of course, the Sunday of, we will be watching it. Uh, we'll do a watch along. We'll come on probably middle of the, uh, middle of the pre-show. And uh, reiterate our predictions and and uh, intro- how are people, people going to catch that? Man? We will go to twitch.tv slash love thy nerd. You can go there right now and follow, and you'll get notifications every time love thy nerd goes live. But that way, you won't miss it. Uh, but yeah, it'll be fun. Watch along with us. You tune in at your house. We'll tune in at uh, John's house. That's where we're going to be, <laughs> and uh, we'll just we'll react together. It'll be a good old time, and we'll interact with you on Twitch. It'll be good. It'll be a good time. Yeah, and and. Because like Love Thy Nerd does really good at Twitch. Mm-hmm. Some people mm-hmm. suck at Twitch, but Love Thy Nerd does not. Yeah, we're pretty good. I even get to be on there now late uh, weekly. I get to go there every Tuesday night and lead an Among Us game. It's been fun. Ooh, <clears throat> that sounds that sounds uh, like like a joy. It really is. But when we come back, we're going to be talking about movies going Hollywood. Kick it here. Here at LTN Radio, know that not everybody is nerdy in the same ways. 
You might find yourself in a situation where you hear a word or phrase that you've never seen before and have no idea what it means. Well, have no fear. We're here to help. Today's term is gyms from Pokemon Go. Gyms are specific locations where you can go and battle the Pokemon of rival teams. You can also go to gyms owned by your team to train your Pokemon by battling against the Pokemon assigned there by other members of your team. When you're playing, you'll see the gyms belonging to your team are known as friendly gyms, while gyms that have been claimed by other teams are known as rival gyms. Gyms that have not been claimed, however, are known as open gyms. So what are you waiting for? Go claim a gym. Where can you find them? They're scattered all throughout your community. In fact, most churches are gyms. So just another cool reason to go to church, I guess. I'm Radio Mad, and I hope I've made your life just a little bit nerdier. What up, nerd? Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. We hope you're enjoying it. But hey, did you know that Love Thy Nerd airs almost all of its podcasts first on LTN Radio? That's right. LTN Radio is your home for the best Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie music. And it's also the place to go to hear Love Thy Nerd's content before it reaches the podcast feed. In addition to that, Love Thy Nerd creates a lot of content that's exclusive to LTN Radio that you're missing out on. So go check out LTNOnAir.com and listen for yourself. You can also download the Live 365 app on your smartphone and search in favorite LTN Radio or enable the LTN Radio skill on your Echo devices and simply ask Alexa to play Love Thy Nerd. Now let's get you back to that podcast. Welcome back to the Two Words Podcast. Today we're talking about Going Hollywood. What's our favorite movie with a wrestler? What's our least favorite movie with a wrestler? And what are some biopics we'd love to see coming up? You know, the uh, um, this week, they rele- NBC, I think, released a trailer for Young Rock. <laughs> Which is kind of, kind of a weird, everybody hates Chris type show, from what I can tell. That's, that's, <laughs> it's probably just everybody hates Chris. But it looks like they're taking it from a, a couple different ages in yeah. the flashbacks, which will be fun. Whoever they got to play Rocky Johnson looks just like him. Yeah, he really does. As it looks, and pretty, maybe it's just could be fun. It's when you throw an afro and a mustache on a black guy, they all look like Rocky Johnson. I'm not sure. It's like that '70s hairstyle. Everybody. That's true. That's true. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, WWE and, and wrestling, not just WWE, but wrestling and, uh, and movies have always kind of had a weird coming together. Uh, in the 80s and 90s, it was terrible. But as of late, it's been getting quite a bit better. You're seeing The Rock really take off. You're seeing Batista really take off. I don't care what you say. Batista is killing it. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Let's talk about it. No, we're talking about it. This is our conversation. I have uh, I have seen quite a few Batista uh, movies. Um, he's amazing as Drax. Okay, definitely that's his best character in my opinion. I saw him in that weird movie with uh, with the oh gosh, what's the Indian guy? The funny Steven? comedian. Yeah, uh, um, Kamal. Yeah. 
Right, 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 yeah. So I saw that, and I didn't hate that. I'm sorry, Kamal, if I just pronounced your last name. You probably did. He's great. He's hilarious. He's hilarious. He was great in Community. That was the first place I ever saw him, and I liked that. But anyway, he was, that was okay. Every other thing I've ever seen him in was hot garbage. Even if it was just like a cameo. It's like, no, why are you even here? Awful. That's my opinion. I... Take it or leave it. Take it or leave it. That's where I stand. <laughs> For me, uh, okay, so. Uh, Literally in my bad list, I have almost anything Batista has been in. <laughs> really? <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Because I, I looked it up and I completely butchered. His name's not even Kamal. <laughs> Is it Camille? It's it's Camille. Camille. Nanjiani. Wow. I'm really sorry, Camille. Wow. You're so offensive. Because really I really <laughs> respect him as like an actor. Like, yeah. He's no, he's phenomenal. great. He's hilarious. Um, I love Batista. So he did <laughs> Stuber. Stuber was okay. Uh, Drax is amazing. Drax is great. Um, and James Gunn, recently somebody asked on Twitter, they're like, why is Batista so great? And James Gunn's like, because he works harder than any actor on set. I can believe like, that. He wants to do really, really, really well. I can believe uh, that. And I can also allow for the fact that it might just be the writing of the movies that he's been in that I hate and that it's not his fault. But whatever the case. <sighs> With the little girl? I'm not sure I've seen that one. My Spy was, was pretty good. It was, it was really cute. It was, it was pretty funny. Is that a, uh, that's a family movie, right? Yeah. 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 yeah okay. Uh, I'll give it a shot. I'll he, give it a shot. He was one of the bad guys in the first Daniel Craig, uh, James Bonds. Yeah. Yeah. There's a great scene where he just walks in and somebody's like, what are you doing here? And he slams some dude's head on the <laughs> desk and just like, sits down. <laughs> and that was, that was the thing. The funniest, I found a really funny clip he did for, um, the show on FX, what we do in the shadows which is a comedy about vampires and he's like locked in this dungeon with somebody else and they're vampires and they're like yeah we've been down here just thinking about this for for thousands of years since 1923 somebody goes you you've only been down here since 1923 yeah he goes well that that wasn't that thousand years ago it's it's only 2020 and he looks he goes i've only been down here for 90 years <laughs> just this, it's just his ability to deliver. He delivers really, really well. So <sighs> I like okay, it. yeah. I'll, I, like I'm I said, I'm I'm willing to I'm willing to allow for the possibility that it's just the stuff I've seen him in, as opposed to his problem. <laughs> when, like, so I watched uh, I watched Infinity War yesterday because mm-hmm. like, I was just sitting on my couch and was watching Infinity War, and there's a scene where he's like, he's like, "How long have you been standing there?" About an hour. Yeah. I move so slow, you can't see me. I'm almost certain I'm invisible. And then Mantis comes in, hey, Drax, and he just, like, slams me down and walks Yeah. Out. Now, he's fantastic as Drax. Absolutely. When, when Batista is trying to play Batista, I think that's the problem. Maybe. When he's trying to play, like, the hardcore guy. Yeah. When he's trying a comedy role, he's a lot better. I agree. Yeah. Um, <sighs> and, I mean, I really think, you know, you, you look at the first couple of movies The Rock was in. Yeah. Oh, no. Awful. Especially rock CGI scorpion person in The Mummy 2. That was terrifying and bad. 
I, if I was The Rock, I'd petition to just get that taken off my IMDb. <laughs> because it doesn't even look like That him. shouldn't count. Right. Barely, barely looks like him. You know, <laughs> uh, and he was in Scorpion King, the movie. Right. Which was not as bad. Okay. It wasn't great, though. And then he did, like, Game Plan. Game Plan was good. Uh, Walking Game Tall. Game was good. I enjoyed Walking, Walking Tall. Walking Tall was really good. With Johnny Knoxville. Walking Tall. What was the other one that came out right around that time? I don't remember. There was Walking Tall, and there was the one with uh, with Jason Scott. Not Jason Scott. The guy from American Pie. Oh, I have no idea. I can't think of his name. Um, <laughs> he was in the jungle. I just remember that. It's like half the movies he's been in. Yeah. Because well, <laughs> so Walking Tall was the one with... Um, uh, the Flash. I can't think of his name. This is the word. This is the most unprepared podcast <laughs> I've ever listened to today, y'all. Uh, Donna. Uh, da, he was in Angels in the Outfield. Oh, the guy that played. Um, the guy that played. I know who you're talking about. White-haired dude. <laughs> We're really good at this. Um, I don't know celebrity names. Neil I'm bad Madonna. at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then so he was he was in that, and then right around the same time, another movie came out with like a real similar title. Um, I'm looking at the IMDb now because I I have to figure it out. <laughs> All right, there was Walking Tall and not Gridiron Gang. Not... Gridiron Gang came out about the same time as The Longest Yard, and that was confusing. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. I'll figure it out later. All right. Um, well, I have a, like I have a full list. Do you have a list? A list of rock movies? No, bad movies and good movies with wrestlers. Oh, bad movies. Um, no holds barred. Oh, who was in that one? That was that was a uh, Hogan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So almost that anything. Was when, that was when they that was when they made Zeus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> star for a while. Almost anything Hulk Hogan's been in is also on my list of bad movies. <laughs> um, pa- uh, Paradise. Uh, what was that movie? Paradise Lost. That show was Paradise Lost, I think. Um, Thunder in Paradise. Thunder in Paradise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thunder yeah. in Paradise. Was... Well, that was terrible. Uh, Kane's scary movie, which I mentioned earlier in the podcast, See No Evil. That was just bad uh see no evil i don't think was bad because of kane though no 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 this is a bad movie it was in the early early phases of wwe's movie studios they're like yeah. hey kane's kind of scary he's our third scariest character let's make a scary movie with him the chaperone with triple h oh my gosh and the girl from uh, modern family <laughs> is that who that was the glass the middle girl yeah with the glasses, yeah. Uh, Ariel Winter. Yeah, yeah. I didn't hate it. I, I didn't hate it. <laughs> it wasn't it was, good, but I didn't hate it. Yeah, it was, uh, it was cute. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely wasn't a great movie, but I wouldn't put it on the bad list. Uh, MacGruber uh, had had a lot of wrestlers in it. Do you remember? Did you see that movie? I didn't watch MacGruber, and I, for the life of me, cannot remember why I didn't. Well, it had Jericho, Kane, MVP, Mark Henry, the Great Collie, and the Big Show in it. 
Uh, it wasn't it wasn't bad because of them being in it, but it was a bad movie. It was so. bad and very <laughs> in it. Um, what uh, Jericho was in a shark one of the Sharknado films. Was he? Yeah, he was. He was like he got eaten by a shark by a shark. Fantastic. He was like a, was like a Ferris wheel operator or something. That's fantastic. I'm not gonna hate on that at all. Uh, okay, did you watch Cage Fighter Worlds Collide with John Moxley? I did not. Okay. I don't remember. I I forgot that was a movie. Yeah, it was. I remember I got really excited about watching it. It was half a movie. I and, can't and here's why. the The villain of the movie is John Moxley, essentially, and there's no character development for him at all. He just shows up to beat the crap out of the main character whom I can't even give you his name because he was so unmemorable. And it's just all about the main character's internal fight with himself, which is fine, but you can't do that at an expense of developing the other character, main character, on the poster. Yeah. You don't see any character development at all from Moxley's character. He was good in it the little bit of time he's in it, and he's believable. He plays essentially himself, John Moxley. I mean, his wrestling character, essentially. But, uh... I mean, it was it wasn't right. Chuck Liddell, was it? No, he's in that though. He's yeah. the he's the trainer of the main character. Okay. Um, Christian's in the movie. Yeah. He's as a podcaster essentially, and he's he's pretty funny. I enjoyed that. Yeah, I think <laughs> Christian in just about anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's fun. He's fun. I mean, him, and, him and Andrew great. Um, Knucklehead. You remember Knucklehead? <laughs> the Big Show. Yeah. Oh. He dresses in a diaper. Yeah. I mean, it had its moments, but, uh, <laughs> the big show show. Oh, that was awful. That's awful. That show had Jaleel White in it and I still <laughs> had to give up on it. No, it just, just it's just it. too much. It was too heavy leaning into the laugh track comedy thing. It's yeah. just, I can't get into that anymore. My worst li- worst movie, and again, it might not be because of the character in it, but it's the worst movie featuring a wrestler that I have on my list. Jingle All the Way 2. <laughs> starring, starring Larry the Cable Guy and Santino Morella. <laughs> Come on. It was also disconcerting hearing Santino Morella talking without his accent. Yeah, I hated it. Because he's Canadian. I hated it. <laughs> also, that's who I thought was playing Drew McIntyre on Raw at first. I thought, is that Santino Morella? Like, wait a minute. No, that's not Santino. <laughs> it's not, no. That's all my bad movies. What are, what are your good movies? Uh, okay, so I have most of the stuff with The Rock on there. Um, so yeah. we'll just gloss over that. We don't need to mention it. Uh the original Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire, the bone saw scene with Macho Man Randy Savage. That's my favorite scene of the whole movie. Bone saw is ready. Got you for three minutes of playtime. <laughs> uh, um, I loved uh, I loved Ready to Rumble. Ready to Rumble, yeah, that was my next on the list. All of WCW is in Ready to Rumble, and I love the heck out of it. Daedra hates the movie. I made her watch it like a dozen times when we were dating. I got Daddy's Home 2 because John Cena's John Cena's character was fantastic. (laughs) You think John Cena's coming up 
Like, do you think John Cena's gonna? Oh, absolutely. Gonna make it. He's in the next uh, Fast and Furious too. I mean, like that's already that's that's signed his that's signed his waiver. Yeah. Like he's he's good to go. He's he's Hollywood <laughs> now. <laughs> um, uh, I have I have Batista Gardens of the Galaxy, of course. Jerry Lawler in Man on the Moon. Yeah. I liked it. And of course we both saw that documentary as well about I how this, Yeah, I love the story behind <laughs> the story that. that was also good. But uh, it was cool to see Jerry Lawler play a Jerry Lawler <laughs> in Man on the Moon. Jerry Lawler playing Jerry Lawler and I'm watching Jerry Lawler <laughs> play Jerry Lawler. Well, so what uh let's move over to biopics Oh no wait, no, wait, wait, I got I got three oh. more. Let me throw my last three in. Sorry. Give me more. Thought you had some. Princess Bride and Andre the Giant. Classic. Oh, I forget. I, I just forget that <laughs> the giant isn't an actor. Right. In uh, big Show's scene in the original Jingle All the Way. I'm gonna deck your halls, bub. I'm gonna deck your halls, bub. <laughs> and then Roddy Piper in They Live. He's the main character. That's uh, yeah. that's the I'm here, here to to, to, bubble to bubble gum, gum and kick some butt and I'm all out of bubble gum. All out of bubble gum. <laughs> that's a great line. All right, we can move on now. So uh, so talking about biopics, you know, The Rocks uh, got the biopic coming up or the biopic show, show comedy coming up. Um, Fighting with my family came out the page one, which I liked a lot. I liked a lot. Uh, and Hogan's got a biopic coming up at some point with Chris, Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth, yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be terrible, but oh no, come not on. for lack of trying. I just don't <laughs> see Chris Hemsworth becoming Hulk Hogan. Yeah, I don't know. And I think it could happen, and especially because you pretty much have to make your body do two different body types with Hulk Hogan, <laughs> because there's like the the. The Hulkster, you know, giant, giant muscled out guy um, from early WWF. And then when he got into WCW, everybody thought that he was like coked out because he, he had lost all this weight. And it just turns out he was actually healthy. Mm. It's like, that's the size he's supposed to be <laughs> without <laughs> other stuff. Um, so I don't know. I, I, I I'm gonna give it a chance, obviously. Yeah. Um, but what are some uh, what are some biopics you'd like to see, and who do you think could could be in them? I'm gonna start. I want to see Ron Simmons uh, played by Anthony Mackie. <laughs> no, that's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, I have a few on here that I couldn't f- figure out who the character would be like who the actor would be so let me knock those out first just i'll just quickly name them i want to see an aj styles i want to see a vince mcmahon a chris jericho and a mad hardy biopic i want to see all four of those but i I don't have who's a vince mcmahon who's a vince mcmahon hey i don't hate that okay but Um, the rest the rest i have actors Uh, let's see. Who was the other ones you had? You AJ had Styles, Jericho. Jericho, and Hardy. Matt Hardy. I don't care about Jeff Hardy. I just want Matt Hardy. But <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, who'd have thunk we'd be saying that ten years ago? Yeah. Right. right? Uh, Forget Jeff. Who, Jer- who, who Jericho would be? 
<laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's a rack in my brain. I just can't you know come what? up with somebody. You know what? Uh, two words, universe. Um, y'all give us. Go over to the Twitter. Hit us up at, at two words LTN and tell us who these actors are supposed to be. So we got Chris <laughs> Jericho, Matt AJ Hardy, Styles, and Matt Hardy. Yeah. AJ Styles and Matt Hardy. Um, let us know. Um, we we want to we want to see these movies. Um. So here, here's kind of an outlier. Uh, Keith Lee. Ooh. I want to see Keenan Thompson. <laughs> I think Keenan Thompson gets. A, I think he puts on a little bit of muscle. I think he can do a really good job. All right. Well, let's stay in that same vein then. Uh, Bam Bam Bigelow, starring Jack Black. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I can see it. And we know he's he's got the agility. He's I one of them. He could either be Bam Bam Bigelow. He could also be um, uh, Mick Foley. He could be Mick Foley. Mick, yeah, you know what? Yeah, a Mick Foley one could be fun, too. Yeah. I yeah, just, forget it. Just forget Bam Bam Bigelow. Mick Foley. Mick Foley. Um, Absolutely. Here's a weird one. I want to see Stanley Tucci play Gene Okerlund. Oh, please. Absolutely. <laughs> Like, I think they kind of look alike. Honestly, Stanley Tucci looks like Cesaro, but he's 60, so we <laughs> <laughs> like, need somebody else. Yep. All right, so you talked about Rocky Johnson. Um, I think Terry Crews could be a great Rocky Johnson. Terry Crews would be a good Rocky Johnson. Mm-hmm. Terry Crews would probably be a good any wrestler. True. I would believe him as AJ Styles. <laughs> it's gonna be the Hamilton of WWE movies. I would watch the heck out of that biopic. Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. Um, I want to see Catherine Hahn as Stephanie McMahon. Okay, a Stephanie McMahon biopic—that would be interesting, especially around. Well, no, especially around the Attitude Era, man. No, the Attitude Era. You know, she was a, a she had to play that big role in the uh, the the darker power or whatever it was called. Uh, yeah, thing where she got kidnapped by the Undertaker and saved by Stone Cold Steve Austin. And I mean, that was brilliant. And her being used in that, and of course the the rumor of the weird storyline that was once pitched, where she was going to have uh, an affair with her own father. That was strange too. Like yeah. what? Yeah. What do you think of when you hear about that story being pitched by your dad? We didn't, we didn't think through this <laughs> too terribly well. Um, Could yeah. be good. Uh, All right. Uh, well, it's my turn. Uh, I <laughs> I want to see Christian Bale as the Ultimate Warrior. If you see the Ultimate Warrior's screaming face and then Christian Bale's screaming face from that movie he did. Uh, oh, what was it called? Where he did the where he played that psychopath? I can't yeah, remember it. Yeah, there we go. American Psycho. They look almost identical. I mean, it would be great. Okay, okay. And he's uh, he's just a fantastic actor all around. I want Paul Bettany to put on about a hundred pounds and play William Regal. <laughs> Easily. Yeah. All right. I have one more. One more. Me too. Uh, I have John Goodman. Play, playing playing Sergeant Slaughter. I love it. 
I mean, he's. I mean, he's almost the same age as as Sergeant Slaughter. They might be the same age, but I think John yeah. Goodman could still pull it off. You do like a like a John Goodman as Sergeant Slaughter telling the story of Sergeant Slaughter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my last one, I think, in the uh, in, in the Anthony Mackie Ron Simmons uh, vein, <laughs> his JBL is going to be John Cena. Yeah, I think that I think they'd work together really, really, really well. Yeah, I could and see since that. John Cena knows JBL, especially mm-hmm. from those times. Yeah, I believe that. Happen. So I believe a, that. Uh, what's a what's a um, biopic you guys want to see? Let us know at two words LTN. Uh, what's your favorite moment of uh, wrestling invading other media? Um, hit us up while you're there. Give us click that follow button. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on. Uh, do we have Instagram? Yeah. We never post from it. I do occasionally. Oh, I do. <laughs> We're an audio experience, so like, Instagram's <laughs> weird. Um, but yeah, give us a follow. Let us know what you guys think. Tell us what your favorite movie, wrestling movie, is, and why is it Ready to Rumble? Why is it the greatest? Because I mean, it, it has. It has to be. Uh, well, thank you, Matt, for having this 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 talk with me. I know it's weird doing this over uh, over 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 Discord. Yeah, um, I think it worked out. I think it sounded good. We made it happen. We made it happen. Um, and hopefully soon we'll be back together, breathing breathing each other's air. And I'll be I'll be invincible. Then we can make out. And you wouldn't exactly. get. <laughs> and hey, that might happen. Watch the follow along. Uh, the watch along. <laughs> Nah, his wife will be there. He'll step on all our fun. (laughs) Not on camera, though. That's all right. Anyway, thank you for joining us here on LTN Radio. Um, Thank you for, uh, if you're listening on Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network, thank you for listening there. But if you are listening on the Podcast Network, why aren't you listening on LTN Radio? Because you're going to get this podcast, you're going to get other podcasts, and you're going to get a whole bunch of the best Christian music uh, available and we don't ask for pledge drives. Well, I mean, not on air anyway. <laughs> we have we the occasional pledge drive, but that's on Facebook. We do it in secret. Typically. <laughs> um, but follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Yes. Um, follow Love That Nerd. Follow LTN um, and all of their stuff. Uh, if you would like to become a part of a financially supporting things like this podcast and LTN you can you can do that by going where Matt uh, for general love thy nerd it's lovethynerd.com slash give if you'd like to support LTN radio directly you can go to give.ltnonair.com alright and you know you get a you get a kickback from from all that stuff because uh, you know all that stuff is tax deductible it's a 5013c y'all and you get to join the Love Thy Nerd uh, Fellowship of the Nerd secret Facebook community with uh, a bunch of perks, a bunch of behind-the-scenes perks and discount codes and all kinds of stuff. You get to see stuff. But <laughs> thank you for joining us. Hopefully you'll be joining us some more uh, because we got a lot more stuff coming up. But until then, my name's John, his name's Matt, and if you're not down with that, we got two words for you. 